is Chris Payne from Euclid, Ohio, and you are listening to Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show, the show where we talk about all things that are important in the world of barbecue. From big-name interviews with competitors on the barbecue circuit, grill manufacturers and pit makers, to advice on cooking brisket and ribs, you'll find it all right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Your host, Greg Rempe, is a backyard barbecue and grilling fanatic and loves to talk about his passion, which many of us share together. You can learn more about barbecue and grilling by visiting the website, thebbqcentral.com. Now, let's get in the smoke. Here's your program host, Greg Rempe. Hey gang, welcome to another edition of the Barbecue Central Show. Oh yeah, it's the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast, but you already knew that by now. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. You probably knew that also. We're back at it on a Tuesday. Thanks to everybody that uh, held over last week, picking me up on a Wednesday. It was a great show. If you missed it, you can go back to the archives and check it out. You can do that one of a multitude of ways. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes. If you're an iTunes person, certainly more than welcome to do that. Uh, just look up Barbecue Central Radio Show. You will find it in the podcast section. You can also check me out on the archives of the Barbecue Central homepage, the radio station, uh, Barbecue Central Radio Network's homepage. There's an archive for this show. And click on that, and you have a full listing of the 2010 and what is now 2011 shows currently. Way too many for me to actually go in and log manually. But if you've missed some shows, best way to do it, get it in podcast fashion, and then make an effort. Make some time, carve out whatever it is in your personal life, get it out of there, and make this show priority number one when it comes to listening to live, outdoor, live fire cooking and grilling talk every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Barbecue Central Radio Networks. What's good, Central Lights? And if I haven't said it before recently, how's your life? We are doing well, and we've got a great show for you lined up. Here are some few. Uh, here, here's a few things you might want to know. First, how to get in contact with the show. I've went through painstaking efforts to make sure that the phone number, toll free, is now up and working. So, no reason to use the back hotline. Full area code type Jones. No, no, no. We can go back to the standard 800 number. You know it. You love it. 877-448-0433. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Those are the two ways to get in touch with the show. And again, the 800 number does work. It did not work last week. There was a billing issue. For some reason, a company that I love because they're easy to, to use and it's easy for me as somebody who's technically not a real business to make people perceive that I am more businesslike than maybe I am, is PayPal. They've always been very good to me. Learned about them years ago when I started getting the whole eBay thing, doing the payments that way. But as a, I guess, perceived online retailer in that of Barbecue Central Radio Networks, I'm able to generate invoices and do subscription payments for all my sponsors. And it makes it very neat and tidy for the accounting work, the business side, the administration aspect of the show and the network. And they just decided last week to go ahead and file their own 
investigation of somebody who I'd been doing business with for over a year now. That was uh, Voipo, the people that provide me the 800 number. It's a forwarding service. I don't really have an 800 number per se. And they decided that after I'd made the payment, they were going to go ahead and make their own investigation. And uh, they reversed the, the whole payment and everything. They gave me money back. And I, I just I, typically, if you feel like you're getting scammed, you're going to go to PayPal and say, look, somebody's taking money out of my account or I don't want to pay these people anymore or whatever the reason is. But you're the one. It's at your behest. You're the one making the inquiry to PayPal to check out these particular people, these retailers. But they went ahead and did it all on their own and then decided all on their own unilaterally that for whatever reason, the company that I decided to give money to voluntarily to keep up the 800 number wasn't up to standard. I still haven't gotten any type of communication back to uh, from them as to why that specifically happened. But as you recall from last week, if you were listening, we had a whole open four-segment free-for-all where I was just filling, vamping, doing anything to keep dead air from happening, which I'm very good at, by the way. And nobody won anything until like later after I gave out the 216 number, which was the old call-in number. Well, come to find out, busy signal, busy signal, what goes on in here as we do all the uncovering over the course of the last week or so. Um, no, they just didn't get payment, so they shut down service. Luckily, they didn't give the number away. They realized that they were dealing with a a conglomerate of barbecue in the industry here and kind of kept it off to the side. So after we got it all tangled and untangled, I guess would be a better word, uh, we were able to stick it all together and we're back up and running. So that number again, 877-448-0433 is the number to call. Greg at the bbqcentralshow.com is the email address. Big guest coming up here in about five, uh, ten minutes. No, nine minutes from now, let's call it. Ken Hess from Big Bob Gibson's will be joining us to talk some barbecue. We're going to uh, hold them for 10, uh, 10 segments. <laughs> you would love that. We're going to hold them for two segments. The main interview portion of the show, which is segment number two, and the shorter version of the interview segment, which is segment number three. So we're going to be talking barbecue. We're going to be getting a history on him, how we got into barbecue, how we got tied up with Big Bob Gibson. We're going to get a little history about Big Bob Gibson itself and its entity and how it's grown over the course of the years and the different factions that it has inside of its operation. Of course, Chris Lilly, probably the best known association besides Big Gibson himself, uh, but he marries into that whole legacy. So we'll see how Ken goes and uh, gets into this whole mess Obviously, he's on the competition side of things. He was attending Kingsford University. And really, I guess, while he's the manager of the 6th Street, Big Bob Gibson's there in Decatur, he's more or less Chris's right-hand man. So we'll see what it's like to be the the right-hand man of probably one of the most visible guys out there in the barbecue industry, that being Chris Lilly. And also, we're going to be talking about the new barbecue show that is coming up. Not the one that Ray Lampy and I were talking about a couple weeks ago, uh, but there's a new show that is going to come out called The Best in Smoke, I believe. I have a little handout here that I'm quickly trying to read. It's going to have its premiere episode on May 8th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Food Network. And let's see here. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, Best in Smoke, premiering Sunday, May 8th. So... It looks like Food Network getting the jump on the barbecue competition series that is going to be taking place Memorial Day weekend towards the end of May. But look, here you go. It's two more, two new um, barbecue shows, primetime barbecue season, if if there is a season for you. There isn't really for us, but for you other people. 
Uh, great stuff. So we'll get an idea of what the show is going to be like. I know he's got sanctions all over the place as far as what he's actually able to allow uh, or what he's allowed to talk from Food Network themselves. We're just getting like last minute rulings on if we could even talk about it, if we could say dates or anything like that. But Ken uh, had forwarded me an email. So we'll be able to talk about uh, kind of a build up to the premiere episode a little bit. Obviously, we're not going to ask him who wins or who moves on or anything like that. But I'm more fascinated with the fact that here's more barbecue shows. Are they doing good? I mean, is it good just to have something out there and it has barbecue in the name? And is it really bringing across what a lot of us feel is barbecue? Is it the low and slow cooking method? Or is this something that has a name of barbecue slapped on it and it couldn't be anything farther from what barbecue actually is and kind of how we live and breathe it on a day-to-day basis? So Ken Hess will be joining us here for the first hour. Second hour up for grabs, folks. Don't really know what to say about that right now. Thought I had a guest and uh, we had to push off at the last minute. So we'll see how it goes. Again, quick reminder about Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, located right here in Cleveland, more specifically east of Cleveland, Willoughby, Ohio, a family-owned and operated business, fine retailer, and jeweler to the stars here on the Barbecue Central Radio Networks. Look, if you want a fine timepiece, a handcrafted piece of perfection, a Bolova, a citizen, a cottage watchmaker by the name of Phillips & Company, then Stephen DeFranco is the place to go. You can find their banner on the website of the Barbecue Central Radio Network's uh, site. Scroll down, click on the Stephen DeFranco Jeweler banner, and kind of peruse around, see what you like for gents, for ladies. Once you have your watch picked out, because you know you're going to style and profile as you're taking your walk for your category calls and the overall grand champ of the event you're going to be at here in the next couple weeks. Call into the store. Talk to Steve, talk to one of the lovely ladies or the other fine gentlemen that work there. Tell them you're a listener of the Barbecue Central Radio Show, and you will get hooked up with a huge fat discount. First person to uh, buy from Steve, you got to call in and let me know how much he saved you. You'll be happy you did it. Again, it's Steven DeFranco Jeweler right here in Willoughby, Ohio. Be sure to check them out on the Barbecue Central Radio Network's homepage. Click on the banner. Take advantage of the savings from there. We're going to be back with Ken Hess coming up after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Barbecue Institute classes are taught by Grand Champion Pitmaster Conrad Teddy Bear Haskins. They cover everything from choosing the meat and the cooker to smoking from start to eating. Thousands of our graduates use the knowledge and techniques we teach them for reliably impressing in the backyard and competitive success. We share with you the insider knowledge to meet by that along with our award-winning sauce and rub recipes will save you the cost of the class many times over. After you take our classes, you'll understand why techniques work and why some advice on the Internet does not. Visit BBQClass.com today. The future of barbecue is already here at TheBarbecueGuru.com. From the amazing guru that monitors and controls the temperatures of any charcoal, wood, or electric pit to the Caldera Tallboy Knockdown Smoker. Yes, it breaks down and stores flat, yet it's still a robust, sturdy, portable cooker and smokehouse. It also serves as an efficient temperature-controlled convection oven using wood or charcoal. The Tallboy is designed to fit all catering pans and can be used as a warming oven. You can cook in any style you choose, like ribs, chicken, jerky, vegetables, smoked cheese, whatever you want. Take it to KCBS competitions and unload it from the truck of your car. The BarbecueGuru.com is where you'll find the Caldera 3-Bay Caterer. It's stainless steel and uses charcoal or sterno for chafing purposes. And it doubles as a 3-Bay sink or wash station with hot water and knocks down in seconds with no tools required. 
for transportation and storage. The future of barbecue is here at thebarbecueguru.com. That's www.thebbqguru.com. Or call 1-800-288-GURU. Forget going from site to site to get all of your barbecue and grilling supplies and make your first and final stop at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com. In the market for a new barbecue pit, we have all the big name brands like Big Green Egg and more. As a matter of fact, Fred's is staffed by eggheads and carries all the parts and accessories for the Big Green Egg. More of a pellet head, you say? Fred's is the pellet grill superstore with grills in stock from Traeger, Green Mountain, and country smokers from Louisiana Grills. Fred's also carries smokers from Cook Shack, Bradley, and Weber, as well as a full line of charcoal grills. And once you're outfitted with your new smoker or grill, you'll find absolutely everything you need to make your barbecue or grilling experience a success. Fred is also the creator and distributor of Tasty Licks barbecue products, including their great line of rubs, spices, and sauces. you got to try them. And you can also get your hands on a full lineup of marinades, accessories, lump charcoal, wood chips, pellets, chunks, and even the great grilling tools from Stephen Reichlin of Barbecue U-Fame. Check out Fred on the web at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com or check out their fully stocked showroom in beautiful Shillington, PA. Introducing Cosmos Q. Cosmos Q injections and marinades use only the finest ingredients, and they mix easily, never clotting or caking. From our beef injection to our pork injection, you're guaranteed to wow your friends, family, and judges. And don't forget to check out our Cosmos Chicken Soak for that moist and tender chicken you're going to love. And don't forget about Cosmo's new pork soak and rubs. <laughs> you can find us at CosmosQ.com and select retailers across the Broadcasting nation. live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Welcome back. 13 past the hour. This portion of the show being brought to you by the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices, not to mention a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. They make that Onyx oven that Barbecue Bob was talking about last week. You got to check them out. You got to get your pit temperature control device. They're the first people that ever thought of it. The masters of disaster when it comes to pit temperature control device. Four different models to choose from, plus those cookers and all the accessories that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Two ways to find them on the internet, thebbqguru.com, or you can call them toll-free on your phone if you want, 800-288-GURU, 800-288-GURU, the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru. All right, we got to do this old school now. Got to do this old school now. Get over to Ken Hess. Got to call in, got to ask for him. So let's see how this works out for me. Got the number? So Big Bob Gibson's here in Decatur, Elder. Thanks for calling Gibson's on Devil Red. This is Holly. May I help you? Hi, Holly. Uh, Ken Hess, please. Okay, hold on one second. Thank you. It's Ken Hess. We're talking to Ken Hess. Good evening. Is this Ken? This is Ken. Ken, Greg Rampy, Barbecue Central Radio Show. We're live. Hey, Greg, how are you? I'm doing great. Can I give you a proper introduction? Yeah, sure. All right, hold on one sec. All right, now we're going to race over to the phone line. Pick up manager of the 6th Street Big Bob Gibson's Restaurant in Decatur, Alabama, and Chris Lilly's right hand, Ken Hess, joining us on the show. Ken, hey, how you doing? How are you? It's like we never did it before. <laughs> busy restaurant? Yeah, we're really busy. Uh, we're actually we're closing down here in about 15 minutes, and... Uh, the guys and girls are starting to scrub the kitchen floors and get everything closed up for the night, and then 
put on some of our last-minute products that we put on for the overnight cook. All right. Uh, Ken Hess joining us here from Big Bob Gibson's. Ken, for the people that might not be as familiar with yourself, obviously I had a nice piece there with uh, Grill Girl uh, Robin Lindars there a couple weeks ago after you got uh, back from the Kingsford U. Uh, but how about a little background about yourself, kind of where you grew up, uh, if barbecue was something that's always been a part of your life, and we'll build on from there. Okay. Um, I actually um, grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and uh, then went to Oklahoma State for my hotel and restaurant management degrees. Um, from there, I trained at the Culinary Institute of America up in Hyde Park, New York, and then um, spent a three-year apprenticeship program at the Greenbrier Resort in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, during this time, that's when I started dabbling in barbecue because there was no barbecue restaurants near me in West Virginia, and I went and bought uh, one of those Brinkman offsets from Walmart and started playing around with you know different barbecue to see if I could replicate what I liked eating back in Oklahoma. Um, I met uh, my mentor at the time, Ethan Heilman, who was the chef who was in charge of all the barbecue for the Greenbrier Resort. And uh, on my days off, I would bring him barbecue at his house, and he would tell me what I did wrong or what I could improve on or what he liked and, you know, if there was too much smoke flavor. And really just helped me, you know, guide me down the path of barbecue. So how does that culminate into you getting on with Big Bob Gibson's? Um, well, what's funny is that one time when uh, Ethan went to go see Memphis and Maine cook with uh, Oklahoma Joe's competition team, I watched his dog for him, and he actually brought me back a bottle of Bob Gibson's white sauce. So uh, that was the first time I'd ever you know, started my research on white sauce and the Big Bob Gibson uh, phenomenon here in Decatur. And... Uh, during the time I was able to take over the barbecue, the Greenbrier, I was able to bring on Dr. Barbecue, Myron Mixon, and Chris Lilly to teach uh, classes one summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that time, uh, the Greenbrier was going through some uh, ownership uh, issues, and, and yeah. they were being sold, and uh, ended up getting owned uh, by Jim Justice, a great guy now. But it was just time for me to move along, and I've been doing the barbecue for the Greenbrier for about three years then. And uh, Chris and Don McLemore had me up to help them with the James Beard dinner up at the James Beard Foundation in New York. And uh, I was able to uh, really impress them with how I worked and how I was able to help manage people. And they offered me a job down here in Decatur to help take over management for the largest, which is our original store at 6th Avenue here. Ken Hess joining us here. He is the manager over there at the 6th Avenue, Big Bob Gibson's in Decatur, Alabama. Uh, Ken, if I could back up for a second, I mean, it sounds like you are, you know, maybe not the most prototypical barbecue guy. Uh, certainly, I've talked to a number of people that are classically trained. I mean, you're a classically trained chef. You've, uh, you know, been through the the whole uh, schooling and all that other stuff. Uh, how do you find barbecue to be versus some of that more, let's call it high class or, or hoity-toity type fare? Is that something you still like to do, or is the true love now with you and passion barbecue? Um, the true love with me is still barbecue, but with the food and wine festivals that Chris goes out and we get to go and do, or some of the NASCAR events where we get to cook for people, they don't always just want just our poor shoulders and our ribs. They want, you know, smoked quail and, and smoked barbecue shrimp and maybe some smoked slab bacon truffle BLT sliders or something. So I'm able to take what I classically am trained at and very good at still and and, and find tweaks to switch it into barbecue and make barbecue elevated to the next level. But I still think that barbecue is fundamentally, 
you know, low and slow, still in the roots of the traditions of cooking over hardwood, large cuts of meat, and nowadays people are just trying to just get back to those just traditional comfort flavors and techniques. Is the higher-end food something that kind of makes an appearance here or there on the menu at Big Bob Gibson's restaurant, or do you stay pretty true to the roots? We stay pretty true to the roots that um, Big Bob started back in 1925. We still have whole shoulders, whole chickens, uh, brisket and turkey, and also our ribs. Uh, We actually just launched a new smoked uh, ham sandwich with a nice uh, honey mustard uh, spread on it. We started it yesterday. Just trying to do something that, you know, Don um, always loves ham at at family events. And throughout, you know, every holiday meal, we always smoke hams here Mm -hmm. for his family. And he wanted to find a way to put that ham that he loves onto a sandwich. So Chris has been working on that along with myself and one of our other pit masters, Steve. And we got that launched today. And you're able to take that high-end training of how do you bulk produce something and, and do it in a quality manner. And, and give that to our customers still for a fair price. You know, uh, Ken, I don't want to take up too much time here, but I'm sure there's a number of folks here listening that might be on the periphery of barbecue and maybe aren't as aware of how significant Big Bob Gibson and, of course, the, the chain, or not chain, but the restaurants themselves mean to the industry. Uh, can you give us kind of a brief background about uh, Big Bob Gibson himself and how he got into the restaurant business and how it's grown over the years? Okay. Um, back around well, the early 20s, Big Bob was working for a railroad company. On his days off and, and, and the weekends when he wasn't on the railroad, he would actually he had built himself a brick pit with red clay, which we have all over here in northern Alabama, and built these pits that he smoked whole shoulders, whole chickens, and he just invited his friends over for a fun time. You know, just good barbecue, good family, and just having your friends there and just, you know, telling stories and going through it. Well, eventually... It just got getting bigger and bigger every weekend to the point where in 1925 he quit the railroad company and opened up his first Big Bob Gibson freestanding restaurant here in Decatur, which at the time was actually on what was considered farm land and on the outskirts of town. And we're pretty close to the original store now or the location, and we're right in the middle of Decatur, Alabama, at our, at our store here at 6th Avenue. And on Decatur, uh, the Danville Road store, we're just you know, seven miles away, but we're still in, you know, the heart of Decatur now. Um, the shoulders were always done with red vinegar sauce, and Big Bob came up with the white sauce, which is really, I mean, he's the original person who came up with it, and now, due to the television appearances and the awards that Chris and Don have won, it really sets another region of barbecue now. People have the Carolinas, and you have the North and South Carolina debate, and then the Texas and the Kansas City and then the St. Louis styles. And Alabama now has its own identity with this white sauce, which was started by our founder back in 1925. Ken Hess joining us from Big Bob Gibson's. Uh, Ken, will you, uh, if Chris goes out to compete or the team goes out to compete, are you also on the team to uh, make turn-ins and all that stuff? Yes, I pretty much always travel with Chris at every competition unless some of my family comes up or something of that nature, but... We're getting ready right now. Uh, our guys are scrubbing tents, getting our flooring cleaned up. We're getting ready to start packing and headed up to Memphis in May here in about a week and a half. Now, certainly Big Bob Gibson's probably isn't as prolific as some of the other teams out there on the competition circuit, but how many 
events are you guys looking to get in during the course of a year? Is there like a, a, a definite amount that you're trying to get in? Or is it all in a matter of, you know, this year might be different than the following year, then could be different than the following year, and however it lands, it lands? Well, we always do Memphis and Maine. We always go to Kansas City to the American Royal. Um, in the past, when Chris's family was younger and the boys and his daughter weren't in high school, um, they went out a lot more. They almost did 10 or 12 a year. But as Chris's children started getting older, you know, he wanted to be at the games, and also Don wanted to be with his grandparents' games. And so they've cut back on competitions a lot over the last couple of years. We're hoping to do two or three maybe small regional ones. But right now, with uh, so much stuff that's going on with what Chris does for Kings for Charcoal and what we do, we're starting to do a lot of races for NASCAR. So we're starting to travel a lot, but it's not for competitions. It's to do catering jobs or do uh, events like the Big Apple Block Party in New York, which will be in June. I mean, Chris and I just sat down today, and we're booked almost the whole way through May and June. Is it something that you would like to get more into if you had the free time or if you had three or four buddies? Would you like to make your own team and get out on the competition circuit a little more if you could? Well, I used to have my own team before I started at Big Bob's. I had a team called Hoss's Barbecue and Catering Company out mm-hmm. of West Virginia. I got reserve champion, uh, I think, twice in Shelby, North Carolina. Got a couple first-place trophies, and I really missed going out with my guys and stuff, but they knew when I moved here that I was becoming part of the Big Bob Gibson team, and would have to start traveling with them. I do miss it a lot, but a couple of my friends here locally um, have their own team, and I've actually become the chairperson for Riverfest, which uh, the Decatur JCs have hosted for about 17 years now. So, what kind of a what kind of a competition scene do you like? Do you like Memphis and May? Do you like KCBS? Uh, maybe you've poked down into the Florida Barbecue Association neck of the woods. Uh, which, which ones do you find to be the best run competitions, and which ones would you like to take part in the most? Um, for me, personally, I always did KCBS just because, for me, I couldn't always have a guaranteed team before I came here. Now that we have a set group of people that travels with us, Memphis and May is very enjoyable. I love the people. I love seeing the judges in front of us so they, they can see us, they can see the product you know, as a whole product instead of just in a blind box. But I also understand that you know, just because I can tell a better story than the next guy, that shouldn't always count either. Um, I do like the challenges of KCBS that you don't have with Memphis and Maine in terms of you got chicken, you have the ribs, you have the shoulders, and you have brisket. So you're going through more of what we do at the restaurants, whereas we don't always do whole hogs here at the restaurants. We do do whole shoulders and ribs, but, you know, we do great briskets and we do great chicken too. So I like that there's a different kind of challenge at KCBS, but in Memphis and Maine you also have a different challenge of, your site has to be immaculate. You have to be on point for three judges in a row, plus your blind box. And then you also know that the finals, every finals judge has tasted the top nine teams, which I think is pretty unique, too. Do you think that the Memphis and May, uh, or, or let's reclassify it as Memphis Barbecue Network, I know the MIM competition is kind of a standalone, but you have Memphis Barbecue Network, similar judging format. Do you think that gets a raw deal from some of the other competition sanctioning bodies and from some of the other people that compete in barbecue events saying that it's more of a dog and pony show versus a, a real meat competition? I, I think there is some of that, and I, I can't say that before I came to work for Big Bob's that I didn't kind of feel that way myself. But after being a part of the team and seeing it live and being at it, I don't think it's as much of that. I think it's one of those things where people use that as the excuse of why they don't do MBNs. 
you know, or in the same regards, that's why some people say they don't do KCBS. Well, why do I just want to put it in a blind box and just, you know, roll the dice? So I think there's both options there that are great, but when I was only doing KCBS, I was one of those people who said, I don't understand, you know, the whole dog and pony show, but now I really enjoy it. It gives me a thrill in, in a different way than just putting out your blind boxes every 30 minutes. Ken Hess joining us here on the show from Big Bob Gibson's Restaurant. Ken, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll uh, come back and talk a little TV, if that's all right with you. Oh, that'd be great. All right, why don't you go ahead and uh, grab a kick uh, beverage. We'll be back in three minutes here. We're talking again with Ken Hess from Big Bob Gibson's Restaurant right there on 6th Street in Decatur, Alabama. Not by Greenbow for Forrest Gump. Anyway... 877-448-0433 877-448-0433 is the number to call Greg at the BBQ Show.com. We're going to be talking about the Best in Smoke, new television show coming up in just a few weeks. More with Ken Hess after this. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show right here on the Barbecue Central Radio Networks. Barbecue Institute classes are taught by Grand Champion Pitmaster, Conrad Teddy Bear Haskins. They cover everything from choosing the meat and the cooker to smoking from start to eating. Thousands of our graduates use the knowledge and techniques we teach them for reliably impressing in the backyard and competitive success. We share with you the insider knowledge to meet by that along with our award-winning sauce and rub recipes will save you the cost of the class many times over. After you take our classes, you'll understand why techniques work and why some advice on the Internet does not. Visit BBQClass.com today. The future of barbecue is already here at TheBarbecueGuru.com. From the amazing guru that monitors and controls the temperatures of any charcoal, wood, or electric pit to the Caldera Tallboy Knockdown Smoker. Yes, it breaks down and stores flat, yet it's still a robust, sturdy, portable cooker and smokehouse. It also serves as an efficient, temperature-controlled convection oven using wood or charcoal. The Tallboy is designed to fit all catering pans and can be used as a warming oven. You can cook in any style you choose. Make ribs, chicken, jerky, vegetables, smoked cheese, whatever you want. Take it to KCBS competitions and unload it from the truck of your car. The BarbecueGuru.com is where you'll find the Caldera 3-Bay Caterer. It's stainless steel and uses charcoal or sterno for chafing purposes. And it doubles as a three-bay sink or wash station with hot water and knocks down in seconds with no tools required for transportation and storage. The future of barbecue is here at TheBarbecueGuru.com. That's www.thebbqguru.com. Or call 1-800-288-GURU. Forget going from site to site to get all of your barbecue and grilling supplies and make your first and final stop at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com. In the market for a new barbecue pit, we have all the big name brands like Big Green Egg and more. As a matter of fact, Fred's is staffed by eggheads and carries all the parts and accessories for the Big Green Egg. More of a pellet head, you say? Fred's is the pellet grill superstore with grills in stock from Traeger, Green Mountain, and country smokers from Louisiana Grills. Fred's also carries smokers from Cook Shack, Bradley, and Weber, as well as a full line of charcoal grills. And once you're outfitted with your new smoker or grill, you'll find absolutely everything you need to make your barbecue or grilling experience a success. Fred is also the creator and distributor of Tasty Licks barbecue products, including their great line of rubs, spices, and sauces. you got to try them. And you can also get your hands on a full lineup of marinades, accessories, lump charcoal, wood chips, pellets, chunks, and even the great grilling tools from Stephen Reichlin of Barbecue U-Fame. Check out Fred on the web at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com or check out their fully stocked showroom in beautiful Shillington, PA. 
Introducing Cosmos Q. Cosmos Q injections and marinades use only the finest ingredients, and they mix easily, never clotting or caking. From our beef injection to our pork injection, you're guaranteed to wow your friends, family, and judges. And don't forget to check out our Cosmos Chicken Soak for that moist and tender chicken you're gonna love. And don't forget about Cosmo's new pork soak and rubs. <laughs> you can find us at CosmosQ.com and select retailers across the Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Thirty-two past the hour. Welcome back to the show. This portion is being brought to you by Yoder's Smoky Mountain Barbecue, the leading online retailer of Meadow Creek barbecue equipment. Their barbecue smokers and grills are handcrafted in the Amish country of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, helping you enjoy easy and, most importantly, profitable barbecues for years to come. You can check them out on the internets at Serious BBQs. That's BBQs. SeriousBBQs.com. Good folks over at Yoder Smoky Mountain. All right, let's go ahead and uh, race back over to the phone lines, pick up our conversation with Ken Hess, manager over at the Big Bob Gibsons on the uh, 6th Street location there in Decatur, Alabama. Ken, thanks for hanging with me through the break. Wanted to at least uh, broach the subject of a new barbecue TV show, and I know we're kind of sanctioned on what we can actually kind of get into, but uh, from what you're allowed from Food Network to talk to us about, give us a little idea about the show, when it's going to start, and kind of the scheme of the whole deal. Okay, um, it's called Best in Smoke. Uh, it's going to air May 8th at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific Time. And what the concept is, is we've taken six of the top barbecuers in the country and uh, two-person teams, and they've put us against each other. Um, you'll see us cooking on our own style of rigs from, you know, an old beat-up jalopy-looking car to big green eggs to Komodo Kamados to, you know... Everything that's out there. And uh just a different thing. They threw lots of different challenges at us throughout the you know, course of the show and some of the things we're not allowed to discuss like that, but uh it was filmed at Liberty State Park with the backdrop of the Manhattan skyline uh behind us and it's a pretty intense little competition that we did there. So I'm sure you've seen all of the other television shows that have made it out there onto the television scene over the last couple of years. You had uh, season one and two of Barbecue Pitmasters. Uh, obviously preceding that, you had had a number of John Marcus events like the Barbecue Competition Cooking uh, Challenge Series and all these other things. Uh, taking into account you know, what you experienced and how this was set up that we're going to start watching on May 8th, do you think that it's going to fall into a potential... Um, People are going to say, eh, you know, it's barbecue with a name slapped on it, but it's really not holding true to, to what we like and what we do on a weekend in, weekend out basis. Or are people going to be surprised, and, and do you think they'll like it? I, I think people are going to be very surprised. It's a little different format than some of the shows you've seen. And I think, you know, in all honesty, at the day's end, it's going to show people that are the common cooks that don't do what we do every day for a business, that don't own restaurants, that you can take your home grill and do, you know, the things that we do all the time. And I think that any show like that that gets barbecue out in front of the American public 
and gets them excited to go out and grill again. Those are what's key, I think, to doing shows like this and making appearances on television. Ken Hess joining us here on the show. Ken, obviously, a couple weeks after that, you have the uh, barbecue competition cooking series that uh, John Marcus has put on, at least in some form or fashion. Uh, this will be his, I think, third time doing it. It's going to be a one-off at this point. How do you think those two shows are going to compare and contrast uh, as you, because I think Chris Lilly is going to be a judge on uh, on the second one. Chris is going to be a judge on the second show, and I think what you're going to see is, you know, Chris is going to take the experience that we had with doing the Best in the Smoke show and being a contestant and now be able to take it and look at the judges and say, or look from a judge's point of view now and say, hey, you know, I've been where these competitors are, and let me try to take in what they're doing and understand it. He doesn't really have to worry about that now because we've been put through the contestant side of it now. And so what I think you're going to see is this, you know, good barbecue show with, you know, big personalities. You've got a lot of big personalities in both shows. And I think what's going to end up happening there is it's going to make for some good television. But it's also going to show that, you know, not only can Chris cook the food, but he can also critique it and give it a validated opinion about it. Did Food Network give you any idea as to, depending on the success of the Best in Smoke here that'll be premiering Sunday, May 8th, 2011 at 10 p.m. on the Food Network, is this something that they might pick up and have like as a, a recurring weekly show, or is this just kind of a special because technically we're getting into that uh, grilling season, if you will? It's actually going to be a four-episode part show, um, and it'll be every Sunday night, and there'll be four episodes total uh, with a grand finale where um, one of the teams, after elimination process, wins $50,000. That's so nice cash payout for your work. Yes, definitely it is. <laughs> no doubt about but, it. You know, it helps bring in some different people into the world. You know, everybody knows that Kingsford Charcoal is a huge sponsor of everything, but when you get other sponsors in to help do some of these shows and put up large money, it just helps make barbecue more popular throughout the world and our country. And that's going to all be taking place starting Sunday, May 8th. Uh, 2011 Food Network, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Obviously, check your local listing just to make sure that it's happening in your neck of the woods at the same time that it's happening in our neck of the woods. And we're talking with uh, Ken Hess from Big Bob Gibson Restaurant. Uh, Ken, before I let you go, maybe if I could get some uh, tips and techniques from you uh, to the people out there that might be hitting the barbecue this weekend. You know, if you're going to be cooking a brisket, you know, there's a lot of talk about this Wagyu beef. There's a lot of talk about choice or just, you know, regular, uh, like, certified Angus. What do you prefer? What have you seen work well both in backyard and in competition settings? Um, I've seen, you know, I've seen lots of different styles. I mean, if you look at what Bristol started at, it was a cheap, tough cut of meat that wasn't as valuable as beef tenderloin. That's why it became a cut that we started barbecuing. And now, um, with like Snake River Farms having the Wagyu beef, you know, their product is amazing and it's just as, you know, good, you know, that it's that high quality of a product and you can do great things with it. But at the same time, somebody can go to their local butcher and get a commodity brisket and do the same techniques and still have a wonderful product. Um, brisket's one of the hardest ones, I think, to cook out of the KCBS four, you know, the main four categories. And I think what you have to do is you have to go low and slow. You're looking from, you know, my opinion, 195 to 200 is your stopping time. If you're going to put it into a cooler and rest it, you could probably go to 190. But it's a fine line that if you go over to like 203 or something, you're going to get back to shoe leather. And I think that's the trickiest part of the 
of the brisket, whereas with a pork shoulder, it'll fall apart after 185, 190, and you could probably, it could take a little bit more abuse than the brisket will. When you're doing the pork, do you uh, cook for money muscle? Do you pull that out separately, or do you just kind of pull it all in together? Um, we what we really what we do is we try to take the money muscle. We make sure that we're paying attention to it throughout the cooking process, making sure that it's not overcooking. But we all, what we will do is we'll take some of that bark from the money muscle, inside meat from the money muscle, and try to you know showcase it in the box, not necessarily just mix it up with all the shoulder meat. I mean, there are some parts of the shoulder that, no matter if you cook it perfectly or not, are going to be a little bit drier than the money muscle, and so therefore you try to showcase that in your competition box. What do you think the next trend coming into competition barbecue is going to be? We've seen the emergence of Wagyu beef. We've seen uh, certainly an emergence of competition cooking classes being taught by people that are currently winning out there and kind of showcasing what they're doing in regards to winning. What do you think the next evolution of the sport might bring? I think what you're going to see is that people are going to have to start finding new ways to get flavors in, whether it's through different layerings and different techniques, because with all these classes that everyone's teaching and everything that's out there, the judges, in my mind, eventually are going to be like, okay, I'm tasting the same sweet thing everywhere I go. And what I'm hoping is that the regional, like if you came to Whistle Stop here in Huntsville, which is happening in a couple weeks, um, I'm hoping that you'll see that a regional team with regional flavors will start doing better. It seems to me like a lot of the barbecue, we're all trying to get to the exact same place. And I think that I'd like to see the regionality come out a little bit more. Do you think that there's a do you think there's an apprehension Ken on teams that are getting into it? I mean, look, you certainly know better than anybody else that competing, especially a number of times during the course of the year, just doing one is very expensive. You're looking probably a 5-600 on a low end, 8-9 plus 100 dollars on a high end for a given weekend. Uh, and teams don't want to lose. They want to have at least a category call or two or, or maybe take a reserve or a grand overall champion to kind of get that money back. Should people be going into these thinking that they're going to be able to make money on them, or is this something that you should be doing because, A, you're competitive and you want to make sure that you're providing the best product possible, but you're not going in to, to win money overall? Um, I, I think the, the key that everyone's missing is they, they see – you know, the the teams winning first place at the Royal and winning these big checks. That's not what we came out for in the beginning. We came out for because we thought we had the best barbecue and you wanted bragging rights. It wasn't about the money. I mean, some of my best friends who were on the Barbecue Central Forum, like, you know, Bill Small and Chris Capel from Dizzy Pig, are friends of mine because at the, you know, throughout the contest at late nights at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, they were out there tending their fires just like I was. I think that's where... If you're starting out, you need to go bring your family, your wife, your kids, or if you're single like I am, bring your buddies that you hang out with, and you're going to have fun and try to get that, you know, hey, I've got the best barbecue in this area or at this contest, and you're trying to get that feeling. I mean, I never won a grand champion while I was the Hosses Barbecue, and I still have some of the best friends in the barbecue world because of those late nights telling stories, maybe passing a bottle of moonshine around. <laughs> maybe. And, and, you know, just getting those stories down. And and that's what made my friends. I'm the friends of their families. I love their products. And that's where it all came from. At one point, I think it was the second time I cooked in Lynchburg, Virginia. I got fifth place out of 45 teams. And I was a trained chef. I was embarrassed. You know, I thought, well, 
everyone where I know loves my food. They think it's the best. I've got to go back and tell my executive chef, who's a certified master chef, that I got fifth. Giant Tree came up to me and said, hey, hey, son, you know, you did an awesome job. I said, well, I didn't do as well as you. You won. He said, boy, how many do you do a year? I said, about four. <laughs> he goes, I do about 40 more of those than you do. Yeah. And if you're a small regional team that's just starting your first contest, you've got to realize that there are teams coming out there that do this every weekend, Friday through Sunday. And that's what you need to keep in perspective is that you're going against pros. You might have the best in your box, but you're going against some people who do it every weekend. So just go to have fun. Consider it like if you were going to a casino. If you had $500, that's what you're going to lose in a casino. Consider it a contribution to having a great weekend. Let me ask you this, Ken, because I think it's kind of funny. I'm glad you laid that whole uh, that whole anecdote out for us. The teams that are coming in doing competitions weekend in, weekend out, and then there's teams like yourself, you know, when you were back doing it maybe four or five times a year. Should there be, because the sport is continuing to evolve into what it is now currently, should there be like a, an extra separate delineation between the teams that are really out there? If you're going to do, you know, 25 or 30 plus a year, you're now in like a, a, a different professional category or a professional category and everything else is more of a backyard sure you can still do the same four categories but the chances of you winning might be i don't know a little bit better than facing the teams that are out there all the time or is it better to have everybody lumped in because you do have that crapshoot shot of taking down the best in the country that weekend i think you go that way because you know there are those times when that amateur player gets in that pro tournament for the weekend and wins it beats tiger woods beats jack nicholson and it's his first pro contest ever. That's what competition's about. I mean, you, you can't take the Yankees and the Red Sox out of the whole Major League Baseball team because they're in first and second every year. I mean, you've got to go for it, and that's what competition's about. If you constantly just let there be an okay class and then the, the pros all in a pro division, I don't think you get the honest competition where some people are like, hey, I'm going to take a risk to try to beat these guys. Ken Hess joining us here on the show. Uh, you can find him at the Big Bob Gibson's restaurant out there in Decatur on 6th Street. Uh, Ken, give us a website in case people want to go and check it out. Um, it's www.bigbobgibson.com. And uh, you can buy our sauces online there and everything else. Uh, books, T-shirts, and uh, we'll be out on the road all over this summer. And you're going to be uh, out there in Memphis in May for sure. Definitely will be in Memphis in May. Come by and say hi. You know, I'm... I'm the big guy. Looks like Hoss Cartwright from Bonanza, so you'll find me. There you go, Ken Hess joining us here on the show. Ken, I really appreciate the time. Glad we could finally put it together. Thanks for doing it. Thanks, Greg. Have a great evening. All right, take care. There he is, Ken Hess, coming strong on a Tuesday evening. Nice chat there with Ken. Man, I hate to say it, but I finally put two and two together about uh, five minutes into our conversation uh, during the first segment that he was Hoss. And this goes like way back to the very shaking, the very foundations uh, of before there was even a podcast, before there was even a, well, before there was even a live show, but before there was even a podcast. And it was crazy because it was just this fledgling little barbecue website called the barbecue. Well, back then it was barbecue for you, a forum for people where it was bringing uh, Q and knowledge together with a stupid little logo cartoon man. And Haas was one of the members on the uh, on the board. And I remember seeing him competing, and I remember when he had posted about uh, 
finishing fifth in the competition. And here we are. I mean, we're all back and kind of all cyclical. Again, he's done very well for himself. I always find it amazing when the trained chefs, uh, you know, just like Tuffy was and, uh, you know, like uh, Ken is, trained chefs, master chefs, whatever you want to call them, and then they're getting their you-know-what handed back to them every weekend at uh, barbecue competitions because what you learned in school doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's going to translate on the competition scene. So uh, great stuff, a whole bunch of stuff that we can react to as far as uh, what Ken laid out for the last two segments. All right, we're going to go ahead and step away real quick and get ready for the fourth segment free-for-all, but before we do... Let me make sure I tell you what we're uh, doing tonight. I think we have two more weeks left of the Draper's Barbecue giveaway. You get a bottle of their sauce. You get a bottle of their rub. And I believe we've done it this last week was three weeks. So we have two more weeks to go, one more after this week. Uh, so that's what's up for grabs. And we also have, again, the Smoky Oakies Sweet Swine Brine and Pork Rib Inject. It's a water-soluble pork rub for the injection. And uh, marinating makes the inside taste like the outside. We also have a one-pound bag of the Smoky Oakies Bark Pork Injection and a one-pound bag of the Smoky Oakies Deep Beef Injection as well. So you call in, you pick which one of those Smoky Oakies that you want, Smoky Oakies, Smoky Oakies that you want, and we'll ship them out to you. And then, of course, we have the old standby of the prize closet. We have Frog Mats. We have Cosmos Q Injection Packs. We have... Uh, green leaf barbecue, oak, oak wood, oak wood, wine infused oak wood products. Did I say frog mats? We have the El Capitan Santa Maria style barbecue season. I mean, give me a break. It's outrageous. Wait a second. What's going on here? What are you talking about, TD Hook? Sent me a couple emails. I have no emails. Uh, so. There you go. Stay tuned for all of that, and you have to call in to win all of this great stuff. 877-448-0433. 877-448-0433. To my knowledge, the number should work. So try it out. Let me know through the instant chat or through the, uh, the emails. If you're getting that busy signal like you were last week, what can I tell you? 877-448-0433. We'll play the four-segment free-for-all coming up after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Barbecue Institute classes are taught by Grand Champion Pitmaster Conrad Teddy Bear Haskins. They cover everything from choosing the meat and the cooker to smoking from start to eating. Thousands of our graduates use the knowledge and techniques we teach them for reliably impressing in the backyard and competitive success. We share with you the insider knowledge to meat buying that along with our award-winning sauce and rub recipes will save you the cost of the class many times over. After you take our classes, you'll understand why techniques work and why some advice on the Internet does not. Visit BBQClass.com today. The future of barbecue is already here at TheBarbecueGuru.com. From the amazing guru that monitors and controls the temperatures of any charcoal, wood, or electric pit to the Caldera Tallboy Knockdown Smoker. 
Yes, it breaks down and stores flat, yet it's still a robust, sturdy, portable cooker and smokehouse. It also serves as an efficient temperature-controlled convection oven using wood or charcoal. The Tallboy is designed to fit all catering pans and can be used as a warming oven. You can cook in any style you choose, like ribs, chicken, jerky, vegetables, smoked cheese, whatever you want. Take it to KCBS competitions and unload it from the trunk of your car. TheBarbecueGuru.com is where you'll find the Caldera 3-Bay Caterer. It's stainless steel and uses charcoal or sterno for chafing purposes. And it doubles as a 3-Bay sink or wash station with hot water and knocks down in seconds with no tools required for transportation and storage. The future of barbecue is here at TheBarbecueGuru.com. That's www.thebbqguru.com. Or call 1-800-288-GURU. Forget going from site to site to get all of your barbecue and grilling supplies and make your first and final stop at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com. In the market for a new barbecue pit, we have all the big name brands like Big Green Egg and more. As a matter of fact, Fred's is staffed by eggheads and carries all the parts and egg accessories for the Big Green Egg. More of a pellet head, you say? Fred's is the pellet grill superstore with grills in stock from Traeger, Green Mountain, and country smokers from Louisiana Grills. Fred's also carries smokers from Cook Shack, Bradley, and Weber, as well as a full line of charcoal grills. And once you're outfitted with your new smoker or grill, you'll find absolutely everything you need to make your barbecue or grilling experience a success. Fred is also the creator and distributor of Tasty Licks barbecue products, including their great line of rubs, spices, and sauces. You've got to try them. And you can also get your hands on a full lineup of marinades, accessories, lump charcoal, wood chips, pellets, chunks, and even the great grilling tools from Stephen Reichlin of Barbecue Ufame. Check out Fred on the web at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com or check out their fully stocked showroom in beautiful Shillington, PA. Introducing Cosmos Q. Cosmos Q injections and marinades use only the finest ingredients, and they mix easily, never clotting or caking. From our beef injection to our pork injection, you're guaranteed to wow your friends, family, and judges. And don't forget to check out our Cosmos Chicken Soak for that moist and tender chicken you're going to love. And don't forget about Cosmos' new pork soak and rubs. <laughs> <clears throat> you can find us at Cosmos Big Name Interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. 53 past the hour, this portion of the show being brought to you by my awesome hat. Yeah. yeah. You got it, buddy. Is that better? Yeah. Damn it. The problem is I can't can't hear anything. <laughs> and it's me, Mr. Hat, ladies and gentlemen. Hey! Alright. Mr. Hat! Kyle. Kyle, ask Mr. Hat. I don't want to ask Mr. Hat. Kyle, ask Mr. Hat. You go to hell! You go to hell and you die! Never mind. If you're not a uh, four-segment uh, or <laughs> four-segment, if you're not a South Park fan, you probably don't get that. All right, eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three is the number to call for your chance to play the four-segment free-for-all. Call it now, now. I believe it's working. I saw like three or four people call right in, and then they quickly hang up. I think they were just trying to uh, test out to make sure the eight hundred number works. It does work. Uh, quickly to the emails. Are there any plans for video streaming support for the live show on the iPad? I miss being able to see your beautiful face, but your voice, I'm sorry, but your sexy voice will do for now. Thank you, Carlos, Mr. Hot Wiener and Mentor. 
Mr. Hot Wiener. Isn't that a little presumptuous, Carlos? Uh-oh. Isn't it? <laughs> All right. Uh, 877-448-0433. You'll play the fourth segment free for all. Here we go. You're going to call in. I'll pick you up. And then you can decide for your own self if you want to uh, play sports questions or if you want to play barbecue questions. And you have to answer each individual question within five seconds. Otherwise, you're gone. But if you answer all three, then you culminate into a prize. Draper's Barbecue Rub, the Smoky Oaky stuff, which is fabulous. And uh, the whole host of other stuff, too. So stay tuned for that. Uh, thanks to Ken Hess for doing a great two segments here on the show. Lots of information. Uh, lots of good stuff on Big Bob Gibson's and what that was all about, how he got hooked up with them, a little background about himself. Very accomplished, by the way. And then about the new barbecue show, which again, uh, where's my thing here? What do I do with it? What do I do with it? Damn it. That's all the way on the floor. Crying out loud. Um, yes. Give me that. Thank you. Intern getting me my stuff. Best in Smoke. That'll premiere Sunday, May 8th, 2011. That's this year, by the way. Coming up in just a few short days. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Look, uh, maybe it's just me. But maybe a, a, a time frame that's not closer to my bedtime. Is that possible? Is, is there any way that we can do that? Can we get it like at 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock? Please. 10 o'clock is killer, man. Because if it's an hour, that means 11 o'clock. <laughs> it's the worst. I mean, I can't go walking around town with a hat on like this after I've stayed up until 11 o'clock the night before. That doesn't work. I mean, you think I look bad now. This is a full night's sleep. I mean, I look this pretty in the daytime. Okay? Oh, that's right. This is going to even be even better because I'm uh, I'm taping the video of the show tonight. And then I'm going to forward it down to my main man, Kevin Bevington from HomeBBQ.com, the guy that's launching OutdoorCookingChannel.com. And he's going to rerun this probably like tomorrow. So I'm actually going to get to see... Oh, somebody just called in and then hung up. Come on. Get that free stuff out of here. You don't want free stuff? The questions are super easy. If you're a listener to the show, you know I just make them up off the top of my head. If you have any idea of what like's topical in the world of sports, ask the sports question. That's what I'm going to ask you. If you know, if you were listening to the show and you ask barbecue questions, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Um, if you know, if you were listening to the show and you talk about barbecue, then I'm just going to ask you about Ken Hess for crying out loud. What the hell? No, Don, I don't need you to call. Get that big stuff out of here. Wait, I always forget Don. There's Don Gig. Don Gig, are you the you're the Long Island guy, right? Uh, area code nine four one. Name and where you're calling from. Um, yeah, my name is Susan, and uh, I'm calling here from Ohio. So, Susan, are you calling from Southern Ohio? <laughs> No, I used to live in Texas. Oh, right. Uh, what part of Texas? Houston. Houston, of course. Everybody lives in Houston. All right, you said your name was. Uh, you said your name was Sarah. Susan. Susan, I apologize for calling you the wrong name here on the Barbecue Central Radio Show, but it's my show, Susan. So uh, just go ahead and gut it out. Uh, Susan, would you like to play the game? 
Yeah, I'm pretty good at sports questions. All right, you said sports questions or food questions? Yeah, I, li- I like sports questions. Sports like questions. Balls. Sports questions yeah. like a like a what? Like with balls. Like, like with, sports with balls. Okay, sports with balls. Here we go. Uh, Susan, question number one. There's a professional basketball team located here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Well, at least they claim to be NBA talent. Can you name them? That would be the Cavaliers. That's right. Cleveland Cavaliers. You're absolutely right. One for one, Susan. Uh, question number two, Susan. Can you name any one of the starting pitchers or any of the starting players for the Cleveland Indians? No, they suck. Not any one? No. Really? No. Damn it. Get that big stuff out of here. I even gave you time to Google, Susan. Take the cheeseburger out of your mouth and uh, Google for crying out loud. Jeez Louise. All right. 877-448-0433. Susan, I'm sure you've had enough time to Google. You can call right back in. You, I know you don't care. Draper's Barbecue Rub is on the line. So is Smoky Okies. All right. Guess not. And, well, we're almost on it. Oh, 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 oh. Look, somebody sneaking right in here at the buzzer. Area code 406, naming where you're calling from. Mike, Montana. Mike from Montana. Whoa, like the state? Yes, sir. Wow, Montana. First time we've ever had anybody call from Montana. Uh, Mike, uh, thanks for calling in. Would you like to play the game tonight, Mike? Absolutely. All right, barbecue questions or sports questions, Mike? Barbecue, man. All right, barbecue questions it is. Uh, Mike, earlier on in the show, I was talking to a fine pit master. And uh, do you remember his name? Uh, No, he looks like Hoss from... uh that's funny enough. I'll take his, his nickname is Haas anyway, so we'll take it. Uh, you're one for one there, Mike. Uh, question number two, if you're ready. He works for a restaurant that is revered in the barbecue industry. Can you tell me the name of the restaurant? Big Bob Gibson. Big Bob Gibson's is right. Mike, you're two for two. You're about to win a prize if you get this next one uh, correct. Question number three. Big Bob Gibson's also has one of the darlings of the barbecue community employed with it. It's uh, it's uh, Ken Hess's boss. Can you name him? Chris Lilly. Chris Lilly is exactly right. Mike, you've won a prize. I'm sure you're very excited. Uh, would you like the Draper's Barbecue Prize Pack? Would you like the Smoky Oaky stuff or something else? You tell me. I'll go for the... Uh, what do you recommend, man? Uh, well, uh, of course, I would never choose any uh, prize sponsors over another, but uh, I have tried the Draper's Barbecue Sauce and Rub, and they're outstanding. I'm not a person that actually injects any of my meat, so I haven't tried the Smoky Yokies, but people that have tried it love it. So if you're an injector, I would opt for the Smoky Yokies. If you're just a, a sauce and rub guy, I would opt for the Draper's. Ooh, conundrum. Let's go uh, Draper's, man. All right, Draper's it is. Uh, Mike, go ahead and send me your shipping information. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Be sure to reference Draper's in your email, and we'll get it right out to you. Right on. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks for calling in. It's Mike calling in from Montana. I didn't even think that was really a state. What do I know? Hi, this is Bobby. Oh, hold on a second there, Bobby Rempe. So Mike wins the Draper's. And Susan does not know anybody on the Cleveland Indians. But that's all right. Who would know anybody on the Cleveland Indians anyway? 
I want to thank my guests for the second and third segment. Ken Hess from Big Bob Gibson, 6th Street right there in Decatur, Alabama. T.D. Hooks, is that how you say it? Decatur, Alabama? Is it, or is it Alabama? Winning! Uh, Ken Hess joined me. We talked about Big Bob Gibson history. We also talked about the new TV show that's going to be on Food Network, ladies and gentlemen, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, May 8th, 2011. Premiere Sunday, May 8th. So look for that. Be interested to watch it, get your feedback. Maybe we can have a little roundtable review of what the first show is like. And if we're going to uh, unabashedly bash it, not to be redundant, or what we're going to do with it. If we're going to like it, if we're not going to like it as a group, as a whole, I'm going to do whatever you guys like to do. Uh, since I have nothing lined up for the second hour, I'm going to cut it off short tonight for one hour. No After Dark segment tonight, folks. So we will reload for next Tuesday. And until then, this is your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. Good night now.